Welcome to this Daring Adventure podcast, where we work on bridging the gap between where we are and where we want to be in order to live a bigger and bolder life. In this podcast, we will provide inspiration, tips, and skills you need to make your life the adventure you want it to be. Here's your host, mindset mentor and life coach, Trista Gurton. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 19 of the podcast. Today, I wanted to talk to you about your brain and having curiosity about the thoughts that it's offering you. Have you ever had the experience where you did something and you surprised yourself that you were able to do it or to go through with it? And perhaps at the beginning, before you even started it, maybe when you first started entertaining the idea, your brain was offering you all kinds of thoughts about how scary it was, how maybe you wouldn't be able to do it, all the things that could go wrong, maybe the fear of you being, you know, failing, hum- being humiliated, being embarrassed, whatever it was. Or perhaps you've witnessed somebody else. And I can think of maybe a child who is learning how to ride a bike for the first time or rollerblade or whatever it is, ski. And maybe they have fear about doing it. And maybe as they go, you know, they sort of get upset and they panic and they want to give up. And you keep encouraging them and you keep telling them, you know, that they can do it. You know they're going to do it. And eventually they do. They succeed and they're able to, to ride that bike by themselves or ski down that hill. But you've probably witnessed them going through these different phases where, they think they can't do it and they think they're going to fail and they think they're going to get hurt. And this is very normal. I know for myself that when I was thinking about running a half marathon for the first time, my brain offered me all sorts of thoughts about how I wasn't fit. I wasn't good at running. I was over 40 and it seemed like a really far long distance to be running for someone who hadn't seriously ran in a number of years. And it's very normal for our brain to be offering us these thoughts. The good news is, though, that our brain can be wrong. And in my case, with the half marathon, I had this urge to just keep going with this idea that I could run this half marathon. I had no evidence and my brain was telling me everything to the opposite. But as humans, we do have these urges to to grow and expand and to see what we're capable of. And so I did the research. I kept looking for examples of other women who had done something similar. And I looked for training plans. And Eventually, I just started trying it myself and running and following the training plan, and I just kept going. And eventually, I did complete the half marathon. And I remember it was probably halfway through the training program that it suddenly occurred to me that this was it. I was going to do it. I was going to be able to do this. But up until that point, and for several weeks, 
I kept thinking, this isn't going to work. I don't know if I can do this. It's really hard. And luckily, I just kept thinking, but what if? What if it's possible? And the truth is that my brain was wrong. My brain was really wrong about what I was capable of and what I was able to accomplish. And in this case, it was wrong about whether I could run the half marathon. And all of our brains do this. If you have a human brain, your brain is going to offer you a lot of thoughts and a lot of them are going to be really wrong. All of the thoughts we have that are some flavor of, I can't do it. It's too hard. It won't work. I failed before and I will fail again. I'm not good enough. I don't know how. It's too late. I'm too old. All of these reasons and excuses as to why we can't do something coming from our brains are not true. And what I've learned is to question all of the thoughts that my brain offers me. If it was wrong about me running the half marathon, I began to think about what else it might be wrong about, what else I might be capable of, and what my potential is. Maybe it's wrong about all of those things it tells me about my self-worth and my overall opinion about myself. Maybe my brain is wrong about the thoughts about my past. And more importantly, maybe it's wrong about what's possible for my future. And when I start to question these thoughts and challenge them, I see that perhaps there's a lot more possible for me and my life than I originally thought. Your brain is going to have about 60,000 thoughts each day. A lot of them are going to be really crappy thoughts that are not going to be worth anything. Now, our brain has been designed to protect us. We have the primitive part of our brain that was developed to keep us safe. And it works on a motivational triad, which includes seeking pleasure, avoiding pain, and conserving energy. In order to keep us safe, that's what it's motivated to do. In essence, likes to repeat thoughts and actions which it knows are safe, which it knows are easy, and which it just has on repeat, right? They've become a habit. And the more you think them, the easier they become. You have well-worn neural pathways in your brain. It just puts these thoughts on repeat. And it becomes very efficient at recycling these thoughts. And so our lives become driven and dictated by what our brain is telling us is possible for ourselves. But a lot of it is just based on old habits and old thoughts and fear. But we put a lot of stock into those thoughts, don't we? And yet most of them aren't true. And they are optional. We don't have to believe them. 
believing them is optional. So take a moment to let that sink in. The thoughts that your brain is offering you aren't true. And you don't have to believe them. It's completely optional. What we are capable of, our potential, what is possible for our lives is so much more than what our brain believes and is telling us. We just have to decide what it is we want and go after it. Knowing that these crappy thoughts, I'm not good enough, I can't do it, I don't know how, it's too late, are going to be there. They're going to pop up. They're going to come no matter what. As long as you have a human brain, you're going to have those thoughts. That's your brain's default setting. It's defaulting to the negative. It's looking for problems. But we have a choice. And we don't have to believe them. And we don't have to act on them. They are completely optional for us to believe and to act on. And they don't have to be the truth. It's amazing news, right? So let's talk a little bit about taking the time to examine our thinking and how to do it. So we want to start to question our brain and our thinking in order to get unstuck and to go after it is whatever it is that we want for ourselves. Right? We, we want to stop believing everything our brain is offering to us. And we want to start changing our thought patterns and getting them off of repeat in our minds. Otherwise, our brain will just keep recycling them over and over and over again. And so when we can start to change our thoughts, that's when we start to change our lives. Along with the primitive part of our brain, we also have the prefrontal cortex. And this is the rational part of our brain, which means we can be aware, we have awareness of what we are thinking, and we can think about what we're thinking about. We can decide what we want to keep, what's serving us, and we can decide and change our thoughts if we want to start thinking something else. You don't have to listen to your brain when it's telling you what your potential is or what is possible for your life. You get to choose. You can also be the observer. We can watch ourselves think from a place of curiosity and compassion. We can observe our thoughts, and then from that place, we can question them, as opposed to just accepting every thought that we think at face value, and thereby keeping ourselves scared and holding ourselves back. If we can note what it is we're thinking, maybe writing those thoughts down, seeing them in black and white, putting them on paper without any judgment, without censoring yourself, then you can start to explore and ask yourselves questions like, what evidence do I have to support this thought? What evidence might my brain have missed that challenges this thought? And what else could be true? If your brain is telling you that perhaps you're too old 
to be running a half marathon, for instance. Can you find evidence to the contrary? Oftentimes, I will try and look for three pieces of evidence to the contrary. Sometimes it would be, for instance, looking at others to see what is possible. Have other women over 40 run a half marathon for the first time? Am I fit enough to run for 20 minutes, 30 minutes? Can I, am I free from maybe back injuries and knee injuries or knee issues that might keep me from running those distances? So just taking the time to reflect a little bit about why you might be thinking those thoughts. Perfectly normal when you're trying something for the first time, when you're going after a big goal, for your brain to want to protect you. And so just reflecting and taking the time to understand that this is perfectly normal. This is what my brain offers me. It's looking for problems. It's looking to keep me safe. And then reassuring yourself that these thoughts are optional, that there might be evidence to the contrary, that just something else could be true for me. And then choosing a new thought that does serve me. You know, it's possible that I could run a half marathon. It's possible that I could start running again. It's possible that I could learn to run a half marathon. In order to make changes in your life and to go after your dreams and goals, to truly get unstuck, you want to focus on what your brain is offering you and examine it. And this is a skill and no one teaches us this, but it's a really important skill because it is our thoughts that will create our emotions. And it is our emotions that in turn drives our actions. And it is our actions which will ultimately create our results. When I am thinking the thought that I'm too old to run a half marathon, I'm feeling despair. I'm feeling discouraged. And therefore, I'm not going to take the action to start running and to go after and create the results of completing the half marathon. But if I'm thinking the thought, it's possible that I can figure this out. It's possible that I can build up my stamina and my endurance to run this half marathon. Then I might be feeling enthusiastic. I might be feeling hopeful. I might be feeling determined. And therefore, from that place, I will start taking actions. I will start doing research. I will start improving my diet. I will start training, all to move me towards the result that I want of running the half marathon. It's simply a case of if you want to do something different, you need to be thinking differently. Now, When we first start looking at our thoughts, 
It will be challenging because of all the crappy thoughts that are there. But if you can begin to understand that these thoughts don't necessarily have to be true for you, you don't have to fear them. You can begin to cultivate greater awareness around what your brain is doing, specifically in offering you these thoughts in order to keep you safe. And when you come to realize that this is just your brain doing its thing, nothing has gone wrong, and you don't have to make it mean anything, that's when you truly step into your power. If you want to start something new or pursue a goal, you have to have the awareness that your brain is trying to protect you by offering you these thoughts. But in reality, if you are listening to them and believing them, it will keep you playing small. It will keep you from going after what you truly want. But when you start to recognize this and you know you have the choice as to whether you want to believe them or not, you then realize you have a choice as to whether you want to act on them or not. You'll know that these thoughts don't have to mean a thing unless you want them to. And you can make the choice as to whether you want to listen to them or not. And this is where your power is. In order to get yourself unstuck, you want to be conscious about what you're choosing to listen to and which thoughts you want to believe. Now, it's true that these negative, protective thoughts may feel real. They will feel really true to you. But this is only because you've been thinking them for so long or you've been thinking some flavor of them for such a long time that they've become a habit. And this is a thought that you just keep thinking over and over again, which has become a belief. And a belief will feel very true. But again, this is only because it's been on repeat in your head. As I mentioned earlier, the brain likes to be efficient. So it loves to repeat thoughts. You have well-worn neural pathways in your head, in your mind, in your brain that are safe, they're easy, and it's efficient to repeat them. And it gets a desired result. And when they're on repeat in your head, you're thinking the thought over and over again that you can't do it, that you don't know how, you're not good enough. Those thoughts are going to create a corresponding emotion, which is probably some flavor of despair, discouraged, frustrated. And with those feelings, you will not take action that is inspired, courageous, or decisive. And then you stay stuck. You don't have any hope or belief that change is possible or that what you really want is possible. And you land up just proving those crappy thoughts true over and over again. And because you are believing those thoughts, And because you believe they feel true, you don't try to change them. Our brain will continue to look for evidence to prove these thoughts true. This is confirmation bias, right? Your brain will never stop looking to prove what you're thinking true. It's always seeking evidence. It loves to be right. And what you look for, you will find. The evidence for an alternate view for what is possible 
is actually always there. It's like if you suddenly start looking for, you notice, or some, you know, somehow you've come to be aware of a specific make and model of a car or maybe a particular color of sweater or particular style. You start to see it more and more often. You start to see it in more places. The truth is, it's always been there, but your brain just can't process all of the information that it comes across. So it's selectively taking in information at any given time. And it's looking for specific information. It's looking to be right. It's looking for evidence. But when it has something in particular that it's looking for, then that's when you start to notice it. And so if you develop awareness and become curious, you'll start to look at your thinking differently. And when you start thinking differently, you will slowly start to find evidence to support that new thinking. But just be clear that the evidence already exists. You just can't see it because you're not looking for it. And as I mentioned, your brain really likes to be right. So it's looking for that evidence. And even if the thoughts are making you feel terrible, they're making you feel hopeless and stuck and discouraged, your brain will keep thinking it and keep believing it and keep looking for evidence because there's a certain satisfaction that it gets from this process. And it gets a hit of dopamine, which is a reward, which for the primitive brain is important for survival. It thinks it's protecting us. It thinks it's keeping us safe. It thinks it's doing its job properly. And when you put these together, you can understand why these thoughts feel so true. Your brain is motivated to perpetuate this cycle. But they're not true. And this is just the way our brain was designed. It really is just trying to keep us safe. And so with awareness and curiosity, when we take the time to examine our thoughts and when we have a slightly different perspective and objectivity, we can become the observer and we understand and see what our brain is offering us. It's not always easy. I know it's not always easy. It takes practice and skill. It's a skill and a practice like anything else you need to learn. Whether it's a language, whether it's an instrument, whether it's a sport, it takes practice. It takes skill. It takes effort. It takes a little bit of time. But it is possible with practice and effort. And you'll start to realize and understand that maybe you have been wrong about yourself and what is possible for your life. Now, this is not to make yourself feel bad or wrong, but it's just to accept and be aware that we have way more power over ourselves and over our lives than we think we do. And this is not taught in school or anywhere else. 
but cultivating this greater awareness and curiosity about what we're thinking are the places to start if we want to get unstuck and change our thinking in order to make changes in ourselves and our lives. It's learning how to think instead of what to think. And instead of listening to your brain and taking whatever it's offering you about the world, about what is possible for you in your life, you can start to decide what you want to think about yourself and what you want to create for yourself in your life. It has to be a conscious decision. You don't have to accept what anyone else says, especially your own brain. And if you want to get unstuck and you want to make changes and do something different in your life, it will require different thinking. So what do you want to decide and what do you want to think on purpose? Cultivating this is the key to transforming your life. So that's what I have for you today. Remember just to take the time to examine your thoughts. Know that you don't have to believe everything your brain is offering you. Become the observer. Be curious. Cultivate that awareness about what's going on in your brain. And know that nothing has gone wrong, but that those thoughts that aren't serving you, the ones that say, you're not good enough, you're not worthy, you can't do this, you don't know how, it's too late, aren't true. And start to give yourself some space and some time to decide what it is you want for yourself and decide to go after it. Don't just let your brain tell you what's possible for you. Decide consciously and go for it. You have so much more power than you think. And having this awareness that every thought that your brain offers you doesn't necessarily serve you, isn't necessarily true, and you don't have to believe it is where all of your power is. Don't just accept your thoughts and let your brain be on autopilot. It will just keep the same cycle, the same old thinking. But if you're truly ready to get unstuck, if you're truly ready to go after your dreams and create the life you really want, you need to consciously be aware that these thoughts aren't true. They're not serving you. You don't have to believe them. If you want to do something differently, you have to think different thoughts. In the show notes, you'll find a link to set up a private one-hour coaching call with me. Let's get on the call. Let's talk about where you're holding yourself back and where you're playing small and how you can move yourself forward to creating the life you truly want. Thanks, everybody, for listening. If you have a moment to please rate, review, share, and subscribe the episode on Apple Podcasts, I would truly appreciate it. And I will talk to you in a couple of weeks. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this Daring Adventure podcast with your host, Trista Gurton. We hope you enjoyed the tips and conversations on how to get excited about life again. As always, 
you can head to tristagurton.com for additional resources and to book a one-on-one coaching session. You can also follow Trista on Instagram at Trista B. Gurton. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.